The Dr. Taz Show. The podcast, Dr. Taz. Superwoman Wellness. Here's Dr. Taz. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Superwoman Wellness, where you know I am determined to bring you back to your superpowered self. And for a limited time, if you post a review on Apple Podcasts, I'll send you a free bottle of Boost, which is the supplement I think everyone, every woman needs. But joining me today is Dr. Carissa Alanat. She is a functional medicine practitioner and an expert in bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and menopausal weight loss. She runs a busy clinic in Tampa Bay, Florida, and has helped thousands of patients reach their wellness goals. She's a mother of five. We have to talk about that. Who has struggled with her own weight and tried countless diets that makes her human, probably superhuman, and able to connect with her patients on many levels. She takes a personal interest in their weight loss journeys, sharing the ups and downs and offering encouragement that they can put into the action. She's the author of the popular book, The Menopause Switch. Welcome to the show, Dr. Carissa. Thank you so much. It's really an honor to be on your show. Well, we're thrilled to have you, and you live what I call a busy, superpower, superwoman lifestyle, it sounds like. <laughs> so talk to us about how you developed an interest in hormones and hormone replacement therapy, and we might just want to jump right in because this is a topic that is so debated and women are so confused about. You know, why is hormone therapy important? Is it safe? Is it not safe? These are the questions I get every day. They don't want to hear from me, though. They want your opinion. So tell us what you think. So I became interested in hormones um, because I myself had an imbalance going on and I wanted to figure it out. So going to a your primary care doctor, they're not really going to do a lot of digging. Um, they don't really understand what's going on. Um, so I had to do a little bit of detective work and kind of figure out my body, um, which I did and I helped myself naturally. Um, but I also have some kind of female related issues that run in my family. So both my mother and my grandmother had hysterectomies uh, in their 20s, actually. That was during mm -hmm. in the time when, you know, everybody's uterus was taken out. Um, right. So that, you know, um, menopause came a little bit early for them. So because it ran in my family, um, these issues, then I was kind of preparing myself to, um, to, right. to go through this change. Um, but I started working at a, a clinic in Tampa Bay, Florida, and I have a, a lot of hormone therapy patients um, who come to me. Um, I love I love offering this service. I do have some patients who just want to know what they can do without medication, just natural right. treatments. Um, so that's what I focused on, and that's in my book. So talk to us about hormone replacement therapy. We do a lot in our clinic, too, at, in Atlanta at Center Spring MD. But a lot of it is bioidentical and it's very gentle. It's not big, big doses of hormones. And I know every practitioner has a little bit of a different philosophy. So I'm curious as to, you know, where you've landed in the world of hormone replacement and to all the women out there who might be listening and wondering, is hormone replacement safe? Kind of what's your response to that? So we have the same at this office. I only use bioidentical hormones. I feel that they're safer. Um, there's still some research that needs to be done, but it does make sense um, that these are identical to what's found in your own body. So women tend to respond better to them and have less side effects. Uh, we, we treat um, more than what your primary, your gynecologist would treat basically. So I always look at a lot of different things. Your estrogen levels, progesterone, testosterone is a big one too, because it's also made in the ovaries. Uh, we also check thyroid and, and, some other hormones as well. 
At what point do women need to be thinking about hormone replacement? Like when, when is it time to do hormone replacement? Is it always as you're going into perimenopause or menopause? I, I mean, I can share my own story. I had so many hormonal issues also in my twenties and it took me, actually got me where I am in terms of integrative and holistic medicine, but, but it took a long time for me to put the pieces of my health together. And back in my twenties, part of my story in, in terms of what fixed me and got me better was going on a very tiny amount of bioidentical progesterone. So I certainly wasn't menopausal or perimenopausal back then, but it made a difference. And once I was balanced back out and went off of them, I haven't been on them since. So when is a good time? What are good signs that it might be time to be thinking about hormone replacement therapy? And you know, what are some things women should be aware of as they're making that decision? Changes can come early on. I do have a lot of women who are also not perimenopausal. Um, they're still getting their periods pretty regularly, but they notice some changes. Maybe it's become much heavier than usual, more painful than usual. Um, they're feeling more depressed. Um, in those cases, I will check and see what their levels are at. And sometimes a little bit of progesterone, for example, is needed to kind of balance things out. Women of all ages, really. Um, menopause, you know, on, on average, it's around 51, but it can come early. And before then, a lot of changes occur, especially after you have kids or if you're really stressed out, if you have a stressful lifestyle, that'll affect uh, your hormone levels as well. So what is that connection between stress? And you have five children, so you probably know this well, but even with me, I think my hormones crash because of stress. But what is that connection between stress and your hormone levels. I think a lot of people still don't understand how that's related. Can you paint that picture for us? Yes, absolutely. So um, there's a lot of talk about cortisol. So cortisol is your stress hormone. It's a hormone that's involved in the fight or flight response. So whenever something stressful occurs, um, then your cortisol level rises to help you get through that problem. However, um, some people will experience stress in a different kind of way and they'll keep producing a lot of cortisol and that will affect other hormones in the body, um, causing other imbalances and also promotes weight gain as well. Yes, cortisol is the curse for sure. Cortisol will spike those insulin levels and lead to my next question, which is the dreaded muffin top, that belly fat. I've talked a lot about belly fat over, over the years and how to get rid of it, what's involved in it and all that other stuff. But such an issue for women is kind of one of the first aging signs is where, you know, women will say men too, that they used to have a tiny waist and all of a sudden there's this layer and the layer gets bigger and bigger. What's happening there? Is that all cortisol over the years? Why do people develop that muffin top as they go into midlife and what can they do about it? It's really a combination of things that are occurring. So as, as women, you know, approach menopause, then their estrogen levels are dropping and that promotes fat storage, um, mostly in the belly area. That's why we call it the menopausal muffin top. Um, they also develop changes in their body composition um, as well, you know, more fat centered, I guess you could say. Um, also, because testosterone is another hormone that produced in the ovaries as women go through menopause, then their testosterone level drops. And then they, they notice that they start losing some muscle mass and muscle cells require a lot of energy. So a loss of muscle means a slower metabolism. Mm -hmm. um, and also low estrogen is, is tied to insulin resistance. So cells become more resistant to insulin, which promotes hunger and also more fat storage as well. 
And another thing that occurs um, around the time of menopause are thyroid issues. So most women who are diagnosed around the time of of menopause uh, with an underactive thyroid, which can also promote fat storage uh, because it does slow down your metabolism a little bit. And your calorie needs change as well. So a lot of women um, don't realize that they aren't as active as they used to be. um, And things are just slowing down a little bit. So your calorie needs are changing. Um, So you have to keep that in mind that, you know, we can't quite eat exactly how we did 20 years ago. Things have to change a little bit. Um, Some fixes for this issue. Um, (laughs) I'm definitely focusing on your diet. So avoiding processed foods and foods that will spike your blood sugar levels. Um, Focusing on, you know, whole foods, fruits and vegetables, um, avoiding things that come in a box, come in a package, because you don't want to eat a lot of processed foods will spike your blood sugar, and that will promote fat storage. So eating whole foods, focusing on on healthy fats and more protein, uh, lower carb diets usually work a little bit better as well. Um, and when you exercise, definitely weight training, trying to build your muscle mass keep, or maintain it at least um, to help your metabolism. So with the processed foods, just a question, you know, I'm wondering if somebody has this question or not. So processed foods, many of us think of McDonald's, fast food restaurants, packaged foods, convenience foods, but are processed foods more than that? Is it even like the healthy stuff that's frozen or like the chicken nuggets that you warm up from time to time, you know, not necessarily from a fast food chain, you know, how would you define processed foods? Processed foods, uh, things that come in packages, basically, because there are some healthy, you know, somewhat processed foods, but a lot of them are high in carbohydrates, high in and sugars, mm-hmm. um, basically. So, you know, um, things that come in a box. I do have some patients who go on a gluten-free diet and they buy replacement foods, right. um, like rice cakes, for example, and they think that it's healthy, but it's actually really spiking your blood sugar levels. So um, those kinds of things, things, things that are packaged, usually processed in a, in a factory. <laughs> Gotcha. And then what's the answer? Like, okay, yes, fix your diet. Is there a formula, like reduce your calories by this percentage as you go into menopause? And of course, stay active, weight train. And then do women who are starting to see a muffin top, do they need to go on estrogen and progesterone and testosterone? Is that the answer to prevent that? And then what type of replacement? Is it a pill? Is it a cream? Like what, what really seems to work the best in your experience? It really depends uh, on the symptoms, not always the numbers through blood work. So if women are kind of struggling with menopause and it's affecting their quality of life in a negative way, sometimes bioidentical hormone replacement therapy can be an absolute life changer Mm. uh, for them. Um, Options for bioidentical hormone medications can include a combination of of capsules, pills. Um, There's topical creams as well. Um, There's also pellets. which we, I actually do a lot of at the clinic. Those are kind of looks like a little grain of rice. It's injected under the skin, lasts about three to four months uh, on average. Um, so that there's a lot of different options. It's, it's best to kind of go talk with your practitioner and, and decide what's more convenient for you and, and what's also the gotcha. safest. So there's not, you're not necessarily of the camp that this one's good and that one's bad. It's very person dependent, correct? Right. 
Right. Yes. Yeah. The one issue I've had with the pe- with the pellets is that again we screen for a lot of genetics and detox stuff. So our patients that are historic estrogen stores, you know, they'll they'll also store some of the estrogen that they're getting from the pellets and not detox it as well. So for some of those people, I'm I'm a little pickier about things like pellets or orals, and I'll stick a little bit more to cream. Have you seen that in your experience as well? Absolutely. I actually had one patient earlier today who she's been getting pellets at another clinic, and she came to me um, because she had relocated, mm-hmm. and I gave her um, the same dosage that she's gotten in the past, and her level was just sky high. Yeah, yeah, it was sky high, and I was shocked, and I was like, this is this is not normal. <laughs> so she's one of those patients who just, yeah, just kind of clings, clings to her. So, yeah. so that's, that's a challenge. And then what about the fear so many women have about hormone replacement and from the world health initiative and stuff like that, like they're convinced that hormone replacement will cause cancer. And I know a lot of that information is shifting, but what would you say to those women? I always tell my patients that um, I don't think, Bioidentical hormones are going to cause cancer, but if somebody already has an active form of cancer, breast cancer, that is sensitive to estrogen, then they shouldn't take the hormone. So I always let my, I always have my patients um, get a mammogram. Gotcha. All right. And then, you know, your book is called The Menopause Switch, and it came out last summer, correct? I think I have the date, right? Yeah. So what's in that book? What inspired you to write that book? And what, is, what are some of the maybe top five things that you recommend in that book for women going through menopause or having gone through menopause? Uh, talk to us a little bit about, about that. So I do have some patients who don't want to go and buy identical hormone replacement therapy, and they want to know what their natural options are. And there really are so many. And there's, there's also tips, you know, just avoiding triggers, hot flash triggers, um, that I just wanted to put it all together so that I could just yes. hand this to them <laughs> so that they have it. Um, so that was one of the main goals. And also just letting women know around the world, teaching them what their hormones are, because let's face it, a lot of women are confused. Like, what is a hormone? Um, what does it do? And, uh, and also, how, how can I feel better um, on my own? So that's, those are some of the reasons why I just kind of have a farther, you know, a bigger outreach. Yeah. I mean, what are some of the things that you think, I mean, I talk to women who are going through menopause all the time or about to go through menopause. I think it's a challenging time. I kind of call it the, the next chapter for so many women because they not only are having the hormonal changes, but oftentimes there are a lot of really tough life changes happening at the exact same time. And I think that women in that period of time is either an opportunity to, to like start something new and fresh and, you know, uh, kind of close one page or one book and go to the next or others really have a lot of regret. There's a big emotional kind of anxiety, depression component to them. How do you help your patients going through menopause navigate that piece of, you know, sort of this journey? I do talk to patients a lot about self-acceptance and self-love and taking care of themselves um, because a lot of women don't. I think we tend to put ourselves on the back burner. We have a lot of other things going on in life. We have maybe kids to take care of or older family members to take care of. Um, So we tend to kind of put ourselves last. Um, So I do talk to patients about that, about taking the time taking time for yourself and, and also loving yourself for where you are in this journey and all the things that you've done in your life to get to the point where you are. 
um, not have regrets. Sometimes, you know, mistakes made are just a learning opportunity. Um, so a lot of, you know, self-acceptance and, and taking time to. Yeah, I think it's so interesting how, how different women handle different aspects of, of this journey. Now, what about you? You've got five kids. How do you manage everything and juggle it all and do everything? And, you know, what's that been like for you? And I'm assuming your hormone balancing kept you out of your family history of having menopause really early. You know, tell us a little bit more about you. I do have a lot of kids. Um, <laughs> we're a blended family. I have, um, we have one together and, and two each from previous marriage. Um, we have a lot of kids. We, gotcha. we try to balance it out the best we can. Luckily, we do have some family around to help out. Um, I did go through graduate school um, pregnant and, and giving birth, <laughs> which was a very challenging time. And actually, that was yeah. when I learned about my own hormone imbalance when I was working in a lab and ch checking cortisol levels through hair samples. And I tested my own. My professor yeah. mm -hmm. said, Carissa, your cortisol level is through the roof. Like I haven't seen this except in women with PTSD, like post rape victims. And I was like, well, I feel fine. And she said, well, you're not going to feel fine for too much longer. And pretty shortly, pretty soon after that is when things kind of, kind of went haywire and I had to kind of figure things mm -hmm. out and, and heal myself. And I've been great since actually Yeah, it worked. <laughs> amazing how these journeys take us on a road of really trying to understand who we are and what our chemistry is and what we need. And, you know, even when I look at myself, you know, I'm 20 years past that journey of mine and feel so much better than I did back then because I know how to take care of myself right. and know what to do, you know. So, so the book is The Menopause Switch. Where can people find the book? You can find the book on Amazon. This is what it looks like. Oh, I love we it. have it in print and also um, on Kindle as well. Um, so just search for the menopause, which uh, name is on and yeah, you can. Get it. Awesome. Well, these are, these are critical women's health issues, menopause, hormone balancing, hormone replacement. It can change how we feel, how we look, how it affects our relationships, even the choices we make. So uh, I just think more and more of this type of information needs to reach women everywhere across the, across the globe, because I don't think it's, talked about enough. How can people find you, Dr. Carissa, if they want to connect with you? Are you on Instagram or Facebook or any of these fun channels? Where are you? I am on Instagram. Um, it's at Dr. Carissa Allenat, just my name spelled out. Uh, I'm also on Facebook as well, Dr. Carissa Allenat. And I have a website, drcarissa.com. Um, it's spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R Carissa.com. You'll find a lot of information in there uh, regarding um, hormones and, and weight loss, weight gain. There's also some great recipes. My husband's a chef, so he helps me put some things together. Some really yummy dishes that are good for you. Yeah. Well, not only heal your body, but your, heal your soul too. So definitely check out the website. Amazing. Well, thank you for taking time out today to join us. We appreciate it so much. And if you guys have questions, definitely connect with her as well. I will see you guys on the next episode of Superwoman Wellness. Don't forget to post a review on Apple Podcasts. I'll send you a free bottle of Boost. And I will see you guys next time. Stay healthy and stay superpowered.